Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the Lord's house today. Welcome everybody here. If you're if you uh, have not been here before, welcome you. And uh, we're going to do things uh, different this morning. We're going to do things almost exactly backwards from what we usually do. So you just kind of hang with us. And so I'm going to do preach first. I promise it's going to be short. I'm going to preach. Going to have. We're going to sing. Uh, we're going to have worship songs. We're going to combine our prayer time with those songs, okay? So then we're going to baptize last, all right? So we're going to preach, we're going to sing, we're going to pray during those songs, then we're going to baptize, okay? All right, if you have your Bible, let's just do the, the Word of God first. Acts chapter 16, 25 through 34. Generally, week by week, we're going through the book of Matthew on Sundays, and so this morning's a special day, a special time with the uh, baptism, so we're going to take a break from the book of, book of Matthew and look at the book of Acts and the story of the Philippian jailer, Acts chapter 16, 25 through 34. There is an outline of this on the backside of your announcements, if you'd like to use that. And uh, most of it, uh, if not all of it, will also be on the screen. Okay? Making your way to Acts chapter 16. All right. Busy day. A lot of things going on. Also, I do need to mention this because I'm not sure I'm going to have time. Uh, we do have one more thing. We're, we're going to sing a couple songs after the baptisms, and that, then that's it. But we do, have, we do have one more thing we, we need to do. So I'll be up here again after the very last song, okay? A uh, lot going on. So let's try to uh, calm our mind, our heart, and listen as the Holy Spirit speaks to us. I'm going to ask you to pause with me and pray. Lord, I can honestly say that it's good to be in the Lord's house t today. It's good to be here. It's good to be here with brothers and sisters in Christ. It's good to be here with, with your spirit. And your Holy Spirit uh, walked in here with us. But it is good to meet here as a, as a church, as a family of God, to worship you. And your word tells us that you're looking for people. You're watching for people who will worship you in spirit and in truth. So help us to do that right now. Help us to, uh, to put aside just for a little while all the other things that are, are trying so hard to occupy our mind and our, and, our, and, our, and our attention and our heart and help us to concentrate on you. Help us to look closely at your word and what you are saying to us. And then as we worship you in, in song, help us to worship you in, in song. And if we want to come and if we need to come to an altar and, and pray, uh, let, us, let us just uh, stop thinking about everything else, everyone else, and help us to, to almost be like it's Jesus and me in this room. It's Jesus and me in this room. And whatever Jesus wants me to do, that's what I'll do. I'm here to worship the Lord Jesus Christ, not me. 
and not anyone else. Whatever Jesus wants me to do, that's what I'll do. Help us right now as we look into your word, as you speak to us through your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Philippian jailer won't go through much history at all. Luke writes the account of Paul and Silas in this Philippian jail, and we'll start with verse 25 through 34. So Paul and Silas, and, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Now they're in jail, of course, praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundation of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awaking from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew a sword and was about to kill himself. Stop right there. What's that all about? Well, in that day and time, if you were a keeper of the jail, if you let a prisoner go, it's your life for his life. So the keeper of the jail, the jailer, knew in his mind that if the prisoners are loose, they're going to get loose, they're going to be free, and they're going to kill me because of it. And he was right. That, that is the case. And so it makes more sense, but Paul called with a loud voice saying, do yourself no harm, for, for we're all here. We're all here. Don't, don't kill yourself. No, no one else is going to. Uh, you're, you're safe. Then he, the jailer, called for a light, ran in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sir, so he brought them out of the jail and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. What must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. And you and you and your household. That includes them too, if they want to be. Uh, 32, then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in the house. So apparently he had, he had taken them home. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them and he rejoiced having believed in God with all his household. I just want to talk to you about two things. And first of all is this, that simple question, what must I do to be saved? The answer is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to put some scriptures on the screen, just real basic things to believe with all your heart. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the falling short of the glory of God. Who's all? That's all. <laughs> What's all mean? That means all. Everyone. Who in the house has sinned and fallen short? Well, we all have. It doesn't matter if you raise your hand or not. You have. I have. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. We've sinned. That's our problem. That's the issue is our, is our sin. So he just states it. This is the problem between God and man, and that is our sin. We must believe that. Romans 6.23, we must believe this. For the wages of sin is death. Because of my sin, uh, I have earned death, hell. I've earned it because of my sin. The wages of sin, this is what I've earned, is death. But the gift 
You see the difference? I earned death, but Jesus is a gift for me. You can't earn that. You can earn the death part, but you can't earn the life part. For the, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Stop right there a minute before we, we move on. Believe on, uh, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You must believe. You must, you must believe that you've sinned. The answer to that sin is Christ. Next scripture, Romans 10, 9 and 10. That if you confess with your mouth... And that's what we make baptism into. I've got my shirt on un underneath this shirt. They're all going to wear a shirt that just simply says, I said yes. And what we're going to do when we baptize, we do this with everyone. We ask them, do you believe, and this will make more sense to you here in a second, do you believe that you've received Jesus as your Savior? And if they do believe that, we ask them to say yes. Why would you do that? That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The question was, what must I do to be saved? The answer is, you must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Confess with your mouth, believe with your heart. Uh, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Next screen is not a scripture. We've got one more scripture, but here's the question. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in Jesus? Yes. <laughs> Good. I, I would have done the same thing. Yes. I said yes. All right. <laughs> I didn't expect you all to do that, but, uh, but I, I, would, I would have done the same thing. I would, if I didn't do it, I would have went home and said, I should have said yes. You know. Is there anyone in the house that's come to the Lord's house today and they're not sure about that? Or this is really what I'm aiming at. I do, but I've never told anybody. I do believe in Jesus, but I've never done anything about it. There's, that's where I'm aiming at. I'm really not aiming, and if it hits you anyway, that's great. I'm really not aiming for the person who comes in this morning and hasn't ever thought about it. I doubt that most of you are there. I doubt that we have a lot of people here this morning that just never thought about it. I doubt that we have very many people here who haven't heard the gospel story in some way. I doubt that there's a lot of you. I do think that there are some people here who do believe. I do believe that I'm a sinner. I do believe that Jesus is the answer for my sin. I do believe with all my heart. I do believe in Jesus. But I've never done anything about it. This morning I want you to do something about it. So the simple question that you answer in your own heart, do you believe in Jesus? If the answer is yes, then the next scripture 
This is why we, this is why when I ask somebody, I'm baptizing, I say, do you believe that you've received him because of this verse? But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God. To those who believe in his name. You see the connection between believing and receiving. See, a lot of people believe that there was a man named Jesus. But that's not salvation, just to believe that there was a man. I'm talking about believing in him. And the difference is receiving it. And I know that's hard to explain. It's hard for me to explain. And I think we all accept it and receive it maybe in, in different ways. But to receive means I, I do believe. And I receive that for myself. I do believe and I apply that to my life. I, I, I do believe. I take that in. That's where we come up and why we say that Jesus is living in my heart. I've received that. I want that. I want that. See, there's a difference between I believe that Jesus existed, but I want that for me. I want that for me. I want Jesus to apply that to me. I want Jesus to save me. Receive that. But to as many as received him, because they believe in him. I have received him. I have taken him in. Uh, so many ways to say that. I've received him. Okay? It's real to me. He's changed my life. He's come in. I've received him. After, here in just a minute, when the band comes up to play... We're going, to sing, we're going to sing three songs. We just don't hardly ever do it like this. But these three songs that we're going to sing are, are, is our worship time. But this morning, it's also our prayer time. It's both. During our prayer time, people just feel free. They come up front. If that's what they want to do, it feels like that's what God wants them to do. Nobody does it because they have to. They want to. But people come up front and they can kneel here at an altar and pray. We can have, well, we usually have room on the front seats. You're just going to have to stand or whatever. I'm glad that we don't have room on the, on the front seats. You can kneel. You can stand. This is just a place that we publicly pray. The only people that do that is because they really want to. They really want to. During these three songs, if you believe in Jesus, but you've never told anybody, you've never made that public, I'm going to ask you to do that. And the only way you're going to do that is if the Holy Spirit's drawing you enough to say, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of scared to do that, but that's I believe that's what God wants me to do. Just come up here and pray. I'm going to be on the front seat when we begin to sing the songs. I'm going to, I'm going to ask Aaron to come up. He'll be here. Talking to me, talking to him does not save you. 
But if you just want to talk to someone, if you want somebody to help you, if you want somebody to pray with you, that's what we're here for. Or maybe there's somebody else in the house that you're, you're good friends with, somebody you trust, and you want them to pray with you. I don't care how you do it. But if you're a believer in Jesus, but you've just never told anybody, you've never done anything with it, this morning might be the day. You say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do that. I have been a, a very good chance you have been a believer in Jesus for, for a while. But now you need to take that step. Okay. For the rest of us, and here's why. If you saw in the story, it mentions it a couple times, the Philippian jailer was saved. Who else was? And his household. You catch that? It says that, says that twice. He was baptized and his household was. What's that all about? Uh, Matt, let's go ahead and put that last screen up. The, the Philippian jailer's belief made a difference in other people's lives. Now, for everybody else in the room, especially those of us who are in Christ, me, the Philippian jailer's belief, his faith, made a difference in other people's lives. But they had to see it in him. They had to see it in him. It wasn't going to happen. The Philippian jailer's household wasn't going to change until he changed. They saw it in him first. Like the person who maybe is a believer in Jesus but has never told anyone, it could be that there are Christians in the room who also need to take another step. Now, you may have made a profession of faith. You may have been baptized. That's, that's great. But there's other steps along the way, right, that we need to take. It could be that we're, we, are, we are Christians without a doubt, I'm just going to make it real plain to you. We need to tell somebody. We're, we're too quiet. I've, I'm glad when I ask you, do you believe in Jesus? I wasn't expecting you to say yes, but some of you did. Why didn't everybody? I, did, I didn't even know I was going to get to use this, but this, this works out great. Why didn't everybody say yes? Because we're too quiet. Because we're too quiet. How many people know about your faith? You see, how can your faith rub off on anybody if they don't even know you've got it? How can you make a difference in anybody's life if they don't even know that Jesus has made a difference in your life? I'm absolutely convinced of this. There's some people here this morning absolutely convinced of this, that the Holy Spirit has been dealing with and is dealing with now about taking another step of faith, about stepping up a little bit, about stepping out a little bit. The household was saved definitely through the power of God in the name of, name of Jesus, but it happened because Dad did it first. And the children saw that, and the wife saw that, and whoever else was in, was in the house because dad did it first. It doesn't have to be dad, just whoever it is. 
It's me. It's you. The Philippian jailer's belief made a difference in other people's lives. Yours can too. But they've got to know it. This is where some of us in the room need to step out of our box, our safe little box, and start that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Some of us need to step out of our safe little box and start confessing with our mouth. There's somebody at work that needs to hear this. There's somebody at school that needs to hear this. There's somebody at home that needs to hear this. And I have Jesus, and I need to share him with somebody. All right? All right. I'm going to ask you to stand. Band's going to come on up. I want to say a little bit more about our prayer time. I don't want to try to limit our prayer time in any way, but if you, uh, Aaron, if you don't mind, find a way, find a place up here, if you want to step on up here. If you're a believer in Jesus, and this morning, you're just ready to say so. You're ready to tell someone. I want you to come up here and tell me. Tell, tell us, okay? If you are a Christian, but the Holy Spirit is dealing with you about stepping out of the box, about saying so, saying yes, saying whatever, letting other people know because you haven't been. But you want to come and pray about that. But the prayer time is not, is not limited to that in any way. It doesn't matter what your need is. It doesn't matter what's going on with you. It doesn't matter what stress or pressure you're in right now. If you need help, you just, man, I need to come and pray. It really doesn't have anything to do about what the, what the specific word this morning was. But I've got some things on my heart. I've got some things I've just got to talk to the Lord about. Then come and pray. We try to do this here. If you come and pray, we like for people to come and pray for you. Okay? Um, and if you're here this morning, say, I, you know, I don't really have any. I just want to come and praise the Lord. I just want to come and praise the Lord. He's been so good to me, and I, I don't have anything I need to ask for. I need to come and thank him. So we're going to sing these three songs. If at any time you want to come and pray, that's what this place is for, okay?
On the hill of Calvary, my Savior bled for me. My Jesus set me free. Look at the wounds that give me life. Grace flowing from His side. No greater sacrifice. What? Okay. 
today We won't be quiet We shout out your praise There's joy in the house of the Lord Our God is surely in this place We won't be quiet We shout out your praise Oh, we shout out your praise